Your greatest moment in life, defining moment in life, is before you. You are, you are not finished. You're not finished. You just begun. It's not over until God says it's over. So don't be lukewarm, double-minded, and looking back. Get all excited because everything is, everything is on time. Everything is on time. You hear me? Everything is on time. He will make all things work for the good of them that love God. He will turn your ashes of a failure, of a disappointment, of a disillusionment, and turn it into something beautiful. Something beautiful. I said, He's going to give you beauty for ashes. So we, we are just so blessed. There is nothing to, to, to be anxious about. You just walk in the Spirit and you'll do it all right. Part four today of this chronogram code updates. This putting together of the Daniel 814 evenings and mornings of 2300 days that's been given through Revelation to our last day's prophet, your pastor and mine, mentor, Dr. Robert Mawiri. I want you to greet the people and open us in prayer, please, Dr. Mawiri. Andy, it's good to be together again <laughs> to share with the people. Yes. Our God is an awesome, mm. awesome God who loves us, who cares for yes, us, hallelujah. who has a plan for us. Father, I thank you for everyone that's watching. I pray that you touch them, anoint them, mm -hmm. uh, give them revelation, understanding right now in the name thank of you, Jesus. Thank you for Andy. Mm. We ask now for the Holy Spirit to guide us yes. as we share with the yes. people. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. Dr. Moore, I want to give me about two minutes. I want to I want to thank the people here. I was telling you before we started this here in the studio, before we started taping today, that many people had wanted a copy of that tribulation timeline. And if you want that, you can still send it to my email at one TexasAndy1 at gmail.com. But I was sharing with you that I have received no less than 250 requests for that timeline. And many, many of the people that are listening and watching have been sending encouragement to you, to your wife, to me, and just thanking them for the years. Some of these people have known you, they're saying 20 and 30 years that they started following you, much longer than I've known you. And we just want to say thank you for your encouragement, for your affirmation, for what we're doing, you and I know we have been called as heralds to bring these messages and prepare the people. You as a last day's prophet, me as your Elisha, and we just want to say thank you for that. And I'll just let you thank them also here. Wow. Thank you for watching. Isn't Andy just such a wonderful brother? Mm -hmm. uh, what a blessing. What a blessing. Uh, people tell me that uh, he helps us to understand he highlights the things we, we may have missed when you were speaking. Uh, they're so thankful <laughs> that you help them ask the exact question they'll be having, mm. and you ask the question so it clarifies. 
so that people can understand. So we, we thank God for you and our mm. partnership, our working together. Amen. And we thank you for yes. watching. Yes. And I'm going to have a request. Could you pray for us mm. daily and lift us up? Because the devil is angry. He knows right. that his time is short. So mm. he is coming after us to silence us because he doesn't want the people of God to be equipped mm -hmm. and informed of what's going on and how to be ahead of the enemy. This is what this is all about. It's preparing you to overcome the enemy, to triumph, because we're giving you prophetic intelligence to be able to overcome. So, Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, yes. I pray for illumination yeah, yes, and guidance of the Holy Spirit for, for the people that are listening, you, that they may understand mm. and be positioned to overcome Thank and you, to not yes. only survive but thrive ah, during yes, the Lord. days that are before thank us you, father we thank you in jesus you. name amen. amen amen and amen thank you all and thank you dr mori as i said we've heard from so many about this series and how it's brought enlightenment enlightenment about that daniel 8 14 passage and how it fits into these last days timeline You've explained over the first three parts many of the biblical events that are going to take place during this final decade that we're living in. Today in part four in this final series, I want you to explain more about the events that are going to happen around the year 2027 at the close of the end of the Gentiles. Many of us believed, even you taught, that at the end of the dispensation of grace, the rapture was going to occur. But you're saying now, and you've told us, that it's a time of restoration, a three and a half year period before the rapture takes place. As always, will you show us from the it is written about that and what happens first? It is very, very exciting. First of all, we are in the final decade, the decade of the return for our Lord and Savior. There could never be a better time to be alive Amen. and to understand the things that are in your immediate future. Because we are not talking about uh, many years. We're talking about months, mm -hmm. few years. We are in the final decade, the greatest and the most important time to understand the biblical prophecy. Because biblical prophecy gives us uh, the, 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 the landscape what's mm -hmm. before us, what we should expect, how we should prepare, and how to overcome. We cannot do without biblical prophecy. God gives us the, this, what I would call spiritual prophetic intelligence mm. on, on the, the intel, on what the enemy is doing, so that we would be ahead of the enemy. Yes. And that's why this uh, is extremely important to deal with what happens in 2027 mm. it's not the rapture but it's the closing of the dispensation of grace mm -hmm. at, at the end of every dispensation god came down he, he came down at the end of the dispensation of conscience mm -hmm. and he spoke to abraham and began the dispensation of the law at the end of the dispensation of the law he came down in the person of his son, Jesus. Yes. And when he was baptized, heaven opened, closing the dispensation of the law. Heaven opened and God spoke and said, this 
is my son yes. in whom I'm well pleased. Amen. And he began the dispensation of grace, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, which was the gospel of the kingdom. So a new dispensation, the dispensation of grace began at his baptism in 2026, to be exact, Rosh Hashanah, 2026 he was baptized in the afternoon and the day began evening and morning so evening that evening was the beginning of the new year Rosh Hashanah 2027 that's why we talk about 27 as the termination of the dispensation of grace mm. and how does how, how is it going to terminate First of all, as, I, as you said, Andy, I taught, and many preachers teach, mm -hmm. I would say the majority of the teachers uh, believe that the end of the dispensation of grace is the rapture of the church. I believe that because that's universally believed. But when you go back to scripture and you listen to the Holy Spirit, the reason why I missed this in the chronogram is I did not ask mm. what is the what is the the the, the, the sign mm -hmm. of the termination of the dispensation of grace mm -hmm. because i assumed i knew it it was a rapture mm. we're out of here mm -hmm. we mm -hmm. meet the lord in the air so because of presumption based upon historical understanding not revelation understanding mm -hmm. not biblical understanding but theological understanding mm -hmm. cerebral understanding mm -hmm. that's why I concluded that the rest of the people that have written books and taught in seminaries that the end of the dispensation of grace is the rapture. Well, it isn't because there's still a period called in scripture, which I will show you from scripture, the restoration of all things. When God is restoring the Jewish people to their God, restoring they saved and not sanctified mm -hmm. to bring them in, into holiness. In other words, to prepare them for the wedding feast of the Lamb. Mm -hmm. That they may be without spot, without wrinkle. Amen. They will, he will take those through the fire of the great tribulation to cleanse them and purify them. Because the son that he loves, he disciplines. Mm -hmm. So he is going to discipline those whose names are in the book of life. But... They are not living in holiness, so they are soiled. They are not, their robes are not clean because the scripture says without spot, without wrinkle. So they are spotted, they are wrinkled, so God's going to cleanse them. It is the expression of the love of the Father, mm. the infinite love of God, so that they don't have to spend an eternity separated from God in the lake of fire. He allows them a, a second chance, so to say, really, for them to be cleansed. But this is not a period of salvation, Amen. but sanctification. There you go. So, because the period of salvation is ended, we'll talk about how it ends. What happens in 2027? The dispensation of salvation, people being saved, ends. Because the dispensation of the church ends. And... When it ends, the Bible tells us the sign, the mark, mm -hmm. what happens to close the dispensation of grace. However, we know that 
the word dispensation of grace is really not the right word because this grace endures forever. His mercies endures forever. What we are saying is the salvation message, the salvation opportunity mm -hmm. to be saved comes to an end at the close of the, 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 the of 27 and begins a new dispensation of cleaning up those who are compromised, those who need to be sanctified to prepare for the party. In other words, it's just preparing to have the most incredible, <laughs> incredible time with the Lord in the wedding feast. In other words, it is a preparation for the party. Yes. It is party time. And those who are clean, who have no spot, not wrinkled, He's going to protect them. Revelation chapter 3, yes. verse 10. I will keep you away, not take you away. I will keep you away during that hour of testing. Mm -hmm. So the saints that are prayed up, filled up, who are walking with the Lord, there's nothing to fear. He Amen. is going to keep them, protect them, provide for them. And the devil, the Antichrist, will have no power over them because of divine preservation of the saints. Hallelujah. This is only for those that need to be cleansed. Revelation 3.10 and also Daniel chapter 11, verse 32 to 35. It says they, they will be mighty. They will do exploits. Mm -hmm. Not only that, that they would in, instruct many. They would teach many. And it says some of those who know the Lord are going to be purified through the fire of the great tribulation. Mm -hmm. So what is the great tribulation? Is the time of the cleansing, the final cleansing before the party, before the church comes together with the Lord Jesus in the air. I believe in post-trib, pre-wrath, rapture of the church. Amen. We will be raptured out of here. I'm not anti-rapture. Some people think, oh, well, he doesn't believe in the rapture. I no, do no, believe do. in the rapture. Yes. There, there is a rapture for a church without spot, without wrinkle, for the wedding feast of the Lamb, where we will meet with the Lord and stand before the beamer, which is the judgment seat mm -hmm. of Christ, mm -hmm. where we will be given our rewards. It's not a, a judgment seat and condemnation, but it's a time to be recognized for your work. And if your work it, it is burnt up because everything is going to be tested by fire, you will not be thrown out, but you will not receive the reward for those mm. things that you did because you didn't do them in the right spirit. And that is why it is extremely important to never do anything without praying and listening and waiting upon God. Amen. So now I, I, I want to just close your, your question here. What is the end of the dispensation of grace? It is the restoration of the Jewish people to their God. The times of the salvation of the Gentiles will be over, but it will be a time of the sanctification of the Gentiles and sanctification of the Jewish people mm. for 42 months. Okay. So this is what is going to happen. Let's find from it is written. Okay. Ezekiel 43 tells us exactly what's going to happen because it is important to note one thing, that when he closed the dispensation of conscience, he came down. Mm -hmm. When he closed the dispensation of the law, he came down. Mm -hmm. When he closed the dispensation of grace, grace, he's coming down. Okay. Every single time they didn't go up to meet him in the air, he came down to us. Okay. So he is going to come down to us at the close 
of the dispensation of grace me, according to the scriptures. Let me read Ezekiel, Ezekiel 43. I'm going to read 1 through 7. I'm going to read from yeah. the King James here. Afterward, he brought me to the gate, the gate that faces toward the east. And behold, the glory of God of Israel came from the way of the east. His voice was like the sound of many waters, and the earth shone with his glory. It was like the appearance of the vision which I saw, like the vision which I saw when I came to destroy the city. The visions were like the vision which I saw by the river Chabar. And I fell on my face. And the glory of the Lord came into the temple by way of the gate which faces toward the east. The Spirit lifted me up and brought me into the inner court. And behold, the glory of the Lord filled the temple. Then I heard Him speaking to me from the temple. While a man stood beside me. Stop right there. Yes, sir. God the Father, God the Holy Spirit, now God the Son. Yes. One like the Son of Man, mm. that is Jesus. Where is he? In the temple in Jerusalem. The third temple that they're preparing to build right now. Yes. The, the red heifers, they found them here in Texas. And they're part of the cleansing of the priesthood mm -hmm. in preparation of building this third temple that God is going to come in and He is going to be their Father, Son, Hallelujah. and Holy Spirit. Let's finish what He says, what happens. Very well. And He said to me, Son of man, this is the place of my throne and the place of the soles of my feet, where I will dwell in the midst of the children of Israel forever. No more shall the house of Israel defile my holy name. They nor their kings, by their harlotry or with their carcasses of their kings on their high places. No more. No more. That is the termination of the, of the dispensation of grace. Mm. And God's going to restore the Jewish people in the third temple. Let's find out. Because people might say, oh, the third temple, this Ezekiel temple is in heaven. Mm -mm. So this is all taking place in heaven. It's not the temple that the Jews are going to build. Well, let's make sure that we establish that this temple is on Temple Mount next to the Dome of the Rock. <laughs> I want you to go 42 verse 20 mm -hmm. and establish this important fact that the temple that's being built next to the Dome of the Rock because God says so. It doesn't matter what the United Nations, the Council, <laughs> and the, legal, the Arab League, and the you know, Christian Dome says. It doesn't matter. God says there will be a temple next to the Dome of the Rock in Israel on Mount Moriah. And this is the temple that God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are coming to reveal mm. themselves to the Jewish people to declare that no more will they go back into the Hodom, into the, the you know, the, the, the Jewish people that we know are compromised. Mm -hmm. They're not walking in holiness. Mm -hmm. But from that moment, God's going to cleanse them, forgive them, wash them clean. And because I'm going to add this before we even go read ahead. the next verse. Because when they see Jesus, the, Zechariah says, they will see him whom they pierced. Yes. He's going to reveal himself to the Jewish people at the temple and they weep and cry and receive him as their Savior. Hallelujah. And they will be washed in the blood of Jesus. Mm. There is no other name. There is no other way. The only blood that can wash away sins is the blood of Jesus. That's why he comes down on earth 
to the temple, to the Jews, yes. and shows them his hands, and they weep and cry because they finally see him and receive him as their Savior. Amen. They're going to be saved through Hallelujah. the blood of Jesus. All Israel. We will talk about that, but let's find out this temple because it, there's a confusion here. When I was reading all the commentaries, mm -hmm. this temple was in heaven, but this temple is not in heaven, and we'll establish the why it's not in heaven. Ezekiel, Ezekiel 42, 20. So he measured the area on all four sides. It had a wall around it. 500 cubits long, 500 cubits wide. Why the wall? To separate the temple or the holy from the profane. Now, there is nothing profane in the holy city, in the New Jerusalem. And there is no need to build a wall to protect it from the profane thing. <laughs> because this temple is next to the Dome of the Rock, which mm. is the profane thing. Yes. And how do we know it's next to the Dome of the Rock? Because Revelation chapter 11, 1 to, to 3, it says, Measure the temple of God and leave the court of the Gentiles where, right. the, where the Dome of the Rock is. And this is talking about the temple that's about to be built. It's going to be built very soon. And the the red heifer has been found. And so it's a, we're in the days of the preparation to see a temple built next to the Dome of the Rock. It, it's sometimes called the Tabernacle of David because it's going to be a temporary structure mm -hmm. in which the Jewish people will, re, will begin their sacrifices. And finally, when they are desperate because their sacrifices are not being accepted, they know... How do they know their sacrifices are not being accepted? Because historically, when their sacrifice is received, the smoke goes up like an arrow. When it's not received, the smoke goes all over the place. Mm -hmm. So when they sacrifice, the smoke will go all over the place, so they will know God is not accepting mm -hmm. our animal sacrifice. And they'll cry out to God. That's when he comes and tells them why he's not accepting their animal sacrifices. Here is the true sacrifice, my son, whom I gave. Mm -hmm. And they will weep when they see him whom they pierced. That's the redemption of the Jewish people and the closing of the dispensation of, the dispensation of grace Amen. of the church. Now it's the family. Jewish family mm -hmm. and the, the family from the nations with the elect of God, Amen. The, the, the body of Christ. Now it's God just cleaning up and prepare, preparing for the kingdom. Let me read this scripture here because it goes along with what you're saying. We've read it many times. Romans 11, 25 and 26. Because this is the mystery that you're explaining. Exactly. That the Lord has given to you. It exactly. says, For I do not desire, brethren, that you should be ignorant of the mystery lest you should be wise in your own opinions. Our own stinking thinking, as our prophet says. That blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. And so all Israel will be saved. As it is written, the deliverer comes out of Zion and he will turn any ungodliness from Jacob. It's everything you just said. That's exactly. Where, where is the deliverer coming? To Mount Zion. To Mount Who Zion. is the deliverer? The Lord Jesus himself. Hallelujah. And it says right here, after the fullness 
of the Gentiles will come in. Amen. The fullness of the Gentiles will come in. Mm -hmm. That means the end of the, the, the fullness of the Gentiles means the last Gentile person mm -hmm. to be saved has just been saved. Mm -hmm. And there's no more Gentiles to be saved. That is the end of the dispensation of the church, mm -hmm. the end of the dispensation of grace. When the fullness of the Gentiles is coming, what's going to happen? God's going to show up at Temple Mount. He's going to save the Jews and bring them in, just like Ezekiel said. He is going to come in with his, with his son. He's going to speak from there. And all Israel, not all Israel in terms of the biological Israel, but the Israel of God. And that's the question that came in that I want you to address now. Who are the Jews that will persecute the saved Jews? All right. That is extremely important. That if the scripture says all Israel will be saved, and then we hear of Jacob's trouble, mm -hmm. who is initiating <laughs> this persecution? Who is, who is in control of Jerusalem after the visitation from heaven, yes. after the salvation and sanctification of Israel, and they are restored back to their God, they sin Jesus, they've accepted him, and they're saved. I want to say this. The Jews do not have another covenant another way Come on. to go Come on. into the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. There's only one way, and Jesus is the way, and there's only one blood, the blood of Jesus. That's why he's coming on earth to save the Jewish people and to close the dispensation of the church. Let me ask now, you this question here yes. right now that just came in. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes to the Father through me. Is that only for Gentiles, or is that for every human every being? Human every human being. Every human being. Okay. So Jews will receive Jesus Christ as Savior. They will be our brothers and sisters, because all Israel amen. is going to be saved when they see him whom they pierced. Amen and amen. And they are sanctified and brought in. And when they're brought in, then the question you have asked is very, very, very important. Extremely. Mm -hmm. important. I, I, <laughs> I want to thank you because you bring out things that people are asking mm -hmm. that if all these are saved then who is going to persecute <laughs> these Jews that have just been saved? So everybody is happy now. Everybody knows the Lord. So the persecution where is it coming from? Are the Gentiles coming in to persecute the Jews for receiving Jesus? Or who is doing it? Well the Bible tells us exactly who is doing it. Amen. Who will be initiating a persecution of the Jews during this glorious time of their visitation, restoration, the most incredible time when there will be one new man, Jew and Gentile, will be one, one in Christ, one through the blood of Jesus, through the Holy Spirit. We will be the elect of the Father, the family of God, on the earth and that's why it's extremely important to tell who is going to do this let's look at revelation chapter 2 verse 9 because this is a group that's going to be persecuting the saved and sanctified jews revelation 2 verse 9 i know your works tribulation and poverty but you are rich and i know the blasphemy of those who say they are jews and are not but are a synagogue of Satan. That's right. Now, God is dividing the true Jews. He knows his own. And the synagogue of Satan. Of those who say they're Jews, 
but not Jews. They are fake Jews. Mm. They are not in the book of life. Can this be both Nephilim and Adamic seed not saved? Of course. Okay. We know that okay. uh, the, 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 the influence of the Nephilim, the, 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 the fallen angels' uh, bloodline, is not only among the Gentiles, it's also among the Jewish mm, people. Amen, it, amen. It's, it's a universal contamination of the Adamic seed. Mm -hmm. So we know that they will be Gentiles that will be cooperating together with the, with the Jewish people that are not saved, the synagogue mm -hmm. of Satan. So this is the, let me make it clear, the, the children of Satan, Gentile and Jew, will be united. They'll be one under mm -hmm. the, their, their father, the devil. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the Jewish people and the Gentiles that know the Lord Jesus Christ and saved, they'll be one. This mm -hmm. will be what we call the one new man, Jew and Gentile, the elect of God among the nations, mm -hmm. coming together now to the commonwealth of Israel, the one people worshiping Jesus as Lord and Savior. Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. these are the group of Jews and they are the, their Gentiles are a group of people that reject Jesus Christ that come again as the people that accept Jesus Christ as Savior, and now they will introduce the number of the B666 mm -hmm. to force the, 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 the saved, sanctified people to accept 666, that is to accept the Antichrist, the pseudo-Christ, the false Christ as the Christ, and they are going to reject. So those Jews that are saved, they're going to reject taking the number of the beast, and of course, the saints among the nations that are saved will not take the number of the beast. Mm -hmm. So there is a separation between the two groups. <laughs> <laughs> I say glory because I know which group we're in. We're in that far group over there. As many of you are, we pray many of you will be. Hallelujah. All right, here's a question that came in. Do we know when this is going to happen? Well, that... <laughs> I love that it is written. That is such a, 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 an important question because we are indeed in the last Shemitah, mm. meaning the last seven years before the closing of the dispensation of the church, the dispensation of grace, Amen. and the restoration of the Jewish people to their God on Mount Zion in Jerusalem when he comes to speak to them. So when that happens, the question is, is it going to happen in the end of the 70th week of Daniel? The answer is yes. Mm -hmm. When did the dispensation of grace begin? It began in 26 AD. Mm -hmm. Jesus baptism. Rosh Hashanah at the baptism of Jesus. And it's going to run for 2,000 years. And that 2,000 years is going to end in end of 2026 and 27. It will end that 2,000 years of the dispensation of grace. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the dispensation of grace is the restoration of the Jewish people. Yes. It's a time of the restoration of all things. And when do we know for sure that this is the 70th week of Daniel? And that this is the... The, these are the final days. Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. mean, it's twenty. It, it's twenty twenty-two right now. And, and right now, it simply means the five years. Mm. And the five years before us, how can we be so sure? Because there've been people that 
we're so sure and wrong. Yeah. So how can we say this is that? Mm. That is extremely important because it cannot be just guesstimations, guessing, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. assumptions. Uh, stinking thinking. Uh, stink, yeah, right, right. <laughs> analysis of your stinking thinking. It has to be, it is written. Amen. It is written. And if it is written, where is it written? Where is it written? Mm. So that we can know, that everyone will know, not because what we say it, Amen. because the Amen. Bible says it. That's right. Daniel chapter 9, 24. Okay, Daniel 9, 24. Seventy weeks are determined for your people and for your holy city to finish the transgression, to make an end of sins, to make reconciliation for iniquity, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal up vision and prophecy, and to anoint the most holy. Now, that's clear. That is clear. That is the moment we're talking about on Temple Mount, at the end of the dispensation of the Gentiles, mm -hmm. the restoration of the Jewish people. Now, this is what's going to happen when the Lord Jesus Christ, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit comes to Temple Mount, meets with the Jewish people, and they see him whom they pierced. Yes. This is what's going to happen. I want you to read that again, slowly. What's going to happen when he comes to, to, to Mount Zion to meet with his people, to reveal his son Jesus, and they'll see him whom they pierced. Amen. In Jerusalem, in the temple, next to the Dome of the Rock, the profane thing. Mm -hmm. This is taking place on Temple Mount in Jerusalem at the end of, uh, uh, of the dispensation of the church. I'm going to read this like you would. Seventy weeks or 490 years are determined for your people and your holy city, meaning Jerusalem, to finish transgression. Finish transgressions. Make an end to sin. Make an end to sin. Make reconciliation Make for iniquity. Make reconciliation for iniquity. Bring in everlasting righteousness. Bring Ooh. in what? Everlasting righteousness. To seal up to the vision up. and prophecy. That means the times of the Gentiles are completed. He seals up all prophecy. This, the Messiah has appeared to them, saved them, sanctified them. This restoration period is pretty clear, it's Dr. Mulary. It's very, very clear. It's and clear. that happens at, the, at this encounter at the temple in Jerusalem next to the Dome of the Rock. And that closes the dispensation, the dispensation of the rejection of Israel. Mm, remember, remember when we did part two, yeah. the two things of the Gentiles. The rejection of the, uh, of the Jews is, is closed. They are reconciled, everlasting righteousness. They are, it, it, prophecies concerning their future is sealed. Those who are saved are saved forever. Mm -hmm. And it is the most glorious moment in mm. history. And the church is part of this redemption and reconciliation, but not salvation, because God is just now dealing with the family. Mm. He's dealing with the Jewish family. He's doing with the church and he's cleansing them, preparing them for the millennial kingdom. And that's why this is a period of the reconciliation. And now the question is, how do we determine that this is indeed the time? Mm. Because this is the most important question. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do we know for sure that this is the, the, the final Shemitah, the final sabbatical cycle of seven years 
Is this indeed the end of the times of the Gentile? Is this indeed the time of the end of the dispensation of grace? What proof do you have? First, we have the dispensations, 2000 each, 2000, mm -hmm. Adam to Abraham, 2000, Abraham to, to Jesus' baptism, 2000, the dispensation of conscience, the dispensation of the law, the dispensation of grace began at 2026, at 2000 years. So it brings us to that same time. So we know according to the dispensation that 2026, 27 is the conclusion of 6,000 years of the dispensation of grace. Now, here's the question. Is there another proof, biblical proof, to confirm what, the dispensations? Mm -hmm. it, can we have, a, a, and it is written, and now we just read the scripture here that 70 weeks are decreed mm -hmm. for your people. 70 weeks, which is 70 times 7, mm -hmm. 490 years. Mm -hmm. Now, how do we calculate that? Where do we begin? What is the time marker to calculate the 490 years? Daniel is receiving this revelation from Gabriel. At first he tells him it will be 483 years and the Messiah will be cut off beginning with the decree to restore Jerusalem, the command by Artaxerxes in 453 BC. Mm -hmm. He's told there will be 483 years, that is Daniel 9, 25, and 26. So that terminated on Calvary, the Messiah being cut off, crucified, buried, rose again. Let me, so that was let me do let, No, no, let me just do one little math here for you. 483 is when the decree was done. 483 minus 453 is 30, and we know Jesus was crucified in 30 AD. So that was, there was a little fulfillment. In other words, biblical timelines are exact. Mm -hmm. They're precise. Because God's a God of precision. So that timeline was the return of the Jews from Babylon to Jerusalem. How long it would When Artaxerxes made the decree in 453, it would be 483 years. Mm -hmm. That was literally fulfilled. So that's the timeline number one, the first coming of the Messiah and the first decree and the crucifixion of, the, of, of Messiah. Verse 26, the Messiah will be cut off, and the people of the prince will destroy the city and the sanctuary that was Titus in AD 70. Mm -hmm. He destroyed the city and the sanctuary, and the Jews scattered among the nations. Mm -hmm. No stone was left upon another, completely destroyed. Now, a second decree is to be made in anticipation of what? The second return of the Jews, yes. not from Babylon, from the nations. You know, from the nations. I will right. scatter you among the nations. Mm -hmm. But Jerusalem is the is the epic center. Mm -hmm. It's ground zero. Everything is tied in to Temple Mount to Jerusalem. Because God says, I'll put my name here forever. So now the second decree is to restore Jerusalem the second time after it was destroyed by Titus. Mm -hmm. And that decree from the day it's made. There's 490 years, 70 weeks are decreed yes. from that covenant to restore Jerusalem the second time in anticipation 
of the second coming of the Messiah, the second return of the Jews, and the second coming of the Messiah. When was that decree made? To restore Jerusalem after it was destroyed completely mm -hmm. and plowed by Emperor Hadrian in 135 AD. Mm -hmm. That happened in 1536. Suleiman the Magnificent, he sees a vision, a lion mm -hmm. speaking to him to restore Jerusalem. That's why when you go to Jerusalem, we have what we call the Lion Gate. Mm -hmm. That was to celebrate the lion that Suleiman the Magnificent saw, the Persian king, and he was told by God to restore Jerusalem in 1536. Mm -hmm. You can Google this. Mm -hmm. You can, you know, because prophecy has to be quantified by history. That's right. It has to be real. It has to be concrete. So we have concrete evidence. 1536, as a matter of fact, this decree is on Temple Mount. Mm. And the year Been it was there made. And seen it. We've seen yes, it. Yes, it's right there on Temple Mount. So these are not imaginary things, vain imaginations. These are concrete because the Bible is concrete. Amen. So from 1536, 70 Shemitahs, Shibuas, 70 sabbatical cycles are decreed, which is 70 times 7, which is 490 years from 1536, which brings you to 2026, 27, 27 to be exact. It brings you to 27, which is the end of the times of the Gentiles. Mm. So we know exactly we are five years away from the end of the times of the Gentile and the time of the restoration of the Jewish people to their Messiah, decreed by God, revealed to Daniel by Gabriel. Hallelujah. This is written in stone. <laughs> this is why we are having the Ukraine war, mm. the pandemics, all the new world order. It's the time. Amen. Because we're in the season, the appointed time. Everything is happening according to the scriptures. Okay. You can know the future. All right. The future is revealed. Hey, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> he knows it. He's passionate about it. And it's in the, it is written. It's for you to go and ask the Holy Spirit if all this is truth. A question came in again. This is probably going to be the last time that I even let this question come in. But I understand. I understand why the question is coming in because so many people, it just doesn't make sense to them. But I want you to do it one more time. Why would God allow a persecution of the Gentiles for 42 months if nobody else can be saved during that time? Now, isn't that amazing? Yes, the um, the question itself is extremely. It's what everyone wants extremely, to understand. Extremely important. Why a loving God that loved you so much that He sent His Son to die for you, who sent His Holy Spirit to live in you? Why would He let the Antichrist, the false prophet, the beast system, six six six, to happen when the church is still here. It makes sense if the church is gone because we are his children. We are the apple of his eye, mm. the object of his love. So why would this be allowed? That doesn't sound like a loving God. That sounds like he's hating on us, not loving on us. Mm. Why should he allow that to happen? First of all, you will not allow this to happen 
to those who walk with him, who love him, who abide in him, because greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. Amen. No weapon formed against you will prosper. Amen. So there is no demon that can touch the elect of God. The Antichrist can't do it. The false prophet can't do it. There is no power on earth that the devil has on you except the power you give him. So I'm mm. going to talk about who is going to be persecuted. What is the purpose of the persecution? The purpose of the, of the persecution is a purification mm. of the saved, not sanctified. Those who are compromised. Those who are not compromised, Revelation 3.10 he says, I'll keep you away, Amen. protect you, preserve you, provide for you, watch over you, as it was in Egypt, Goshen. Mm -hmm. Egypt is being judged, and there is a Goshen where they're celebrating because God is with them, watching over them. 10,000 will fall on your side because you have obeyed the Lord and walked with the Lord, and the great tribulation is the discipline of God. Because a child that God loves, he disciplines. He disciplines. Amen and so amen. there are people that are saved, but they are not walking in holiness. Mm. And without holiness, no man can see God. And God's not going to throw them away and send them to an eternity in hell. He's going to send them to the fire of purification, which is the great tribulation, to cleanse them, mm. prepare them to end the kingdom to prepare them for the wedding feast of the Lamb because immediately after the tribulation of those days, mm -hmm. when the last one has been, uh, has been beheaded, immediately after that, when that number is finished, the rapture will take place Amen. because all of God's children are clean. They have their royal robes and their wedding robes on. They are ready to meet the king. They are ready for the party. And that's why it is extremely important to, to see the great tribula tribulation, not as the devil triumphing over the church, because no, the gates of hell will not never, prevail. Never. Will not prevail over the church. So the devil will not prevail over the church. The Antichrist will not prevail over the church. It is only the list that God gives the Antichrist mm -hmm. in the book of Isaiah 10. He says, the Antichrist is called the Assyrian, the rod of my indignation, indignation uh -huh. to discipline a rebellious people. God is cleansing his children. He says, the son I love, I discipline. Mm -hmm. So it is a disciplining, a cleansing, because people are double-minded. They love the Lord, they love the world, and God's going to clean them up and make them holy. And We'll all be without spot, without wrinkle when we get there. Let so me it's important to, to read mm. right, right, right there in Daniel chapter uh, 11, 35. Yes, Daniel 11, 35. And some of those of understanding will fall to refine them, purify them, make them white until the time of the end because it's still going to come at the appointed time. That's right. Here it is so clear. He is telling us he knows the time and that those those people that are in need of being refined, mm -hmm. purified, made ready, he is not going to throw them away. He will make them ready. So the fire of persecution is for the preparation of the wedding feast of the Lamb to make all of God's children ready. So you don't have to go through that because the scriptures are clear. 
if you are an overcomer, you will be preserved. Yes. He says, I'll keep you away. Not keep take you, you away, Amen. but I'll keep you away. As it was in the days of Noah, he was kept away. And we see that in Goshen, they were kept away. So we see that during the destruction of Jerusalem by Titus in AD 70. Mm -hmm. Josephus, the historian, says not one of Jesus' people were beheaded or killed by Titus when one million Jews died mm. protecting the temple. This, Josephus noticed that not one of the Jesus' people were part of the, this holocaust, this slaughter, this, this incredible bloodshed that took place because those people missed their divine appointment with God. And those who knew God, God spoke to them through prophecy, through mm. those who prophesied because the gift of prophecy is for the preparation of the people of God for what's coming. So they listened to the prophetic voice and they all escaped to Petra. So there will be an escape from every city that will be destroyed. There will be an escape from the judgment that are coming. God's going to keep his children away. If you walk with God, you're going to walk away from the destruction that's coming. You have nothing to worry about. It's time to rejoice. He says, I'll send my spirit upon all flesh. Mm -hmm. Our sons and our daughters will prophesy. This is the hour. This is the time. I just want to close with this because this is an incredible moment that I just want to encourage you that these are the days of visitation. God is visiting the church. He's sanctifying the church. He is cleansing the church. Mm -hmm. He is empowering the church so that the church will be without spot, without wrinkle, mm -hmm. a victorious militant church, militant church. Yes. The kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. Hallelujah. So there's a people that are being raised, a remnant all across the world, everywhere, in every city, in every nation. There is a remnant that's rising up. That remnant is going to triumph over the Antichrist, the false mm. prophet, the new world order, 666. They are not going to be touched by that. They are not going to be affected by that because their heart is in the right place. They're ready for the kingdom of God. They're walking with the king and no weapon formed against them will prosper. The gates of hell will not prevail over them because they are walking in obedience to the Lord, they are red hot for Jesus, and that's why they're going to survive the coming great tribulation, which is for the cleansing of those who are saved, not sanctified. Saved, not sanctified. Their names are already written mm, in the book of life. Yes. Just like Jesus prayed. He said, I did not lose any except the son of perdition. Mm -hmm. Only the son of perdition. I kept them. So God's not going to lose any to the devil. Nobody whose name is written in the book of life is going to be lost for all eternity. Praise God. There is hope for everyone. Everyone. Everyone whose name is written in the book of life is going to be saved. It's going to make it, whether through the fire of cleansing mm -hmm. or the great tribulation, whether through sanctification, being spared, we all going to get home on time amen together amen for amen. the party. Amen. You'll be blessed because this is, this is the most exciting moment we're living in. I want you to do one more thing as we close right here. Uh, I'm going to give the logistics and then in your closing prayer, there might be people out there that you're sharing this with 
that maybe are not saved, and I want you to tell them after I do the logistics here, because that's the most important thing. Oh, yes. You've got to be saved. You've got oh, to yes. know. You've got to accept Jesus. Uh, Lord oh, yes. We want to thank you all for this four-part series that we have uh, brought to you to help encourage you, to help prepare you so that you are like one of the five wise virgins about this Daniel 814 passage of the 2300 evenings and morning. Now, how it fits in to this tribulation timeline. Share this with your family, your friends, your loved ones. As always, if you want to know more about what we're doing, if you want to get on our email list and see everything that's going on here with our Q&As, with our radio station, with Dr. Murray's church programs that he gives here at Good News World, you can go to this link and just put in your email address and we'll update you on everything that's going on. We ask, as Dr. Moore prayed at the very beginning, we ask for your prayers for us, for the ministry, for our radio station. We have uh, WRNO Radio, short wave radio, reaching over 1.3 billion, with a B, people around the world. We want to go reach even more by going 24-7. We need your help with that through your prayers, your finances. Give as the, as the Holy Spirit directs you. You can give two different ways to this ministry. Number one, you can go to this web link if you want to use your credit card. You click on the donate button and put in all your credit card information. It's a secure website. Put that in and give as the Lord tells you to give. The second way is you can write a cash, cashier's check, money order, personal check, business check. Make those out to Good News World. And you can mail those in to the P.O. box there that you see at the bottom of your screen. We're exciting about a, probably a one-week series that we're going to do next week. You want to join us for that. I'm not even going to give them the name yet so yeah. that you've got the carrot dangling and you can join in and be able to get that. But for now, Dr. Morey, I want to thank you again from all of us listening for hearing from God, from being obedient to God, Hearing comes a little there, a little here, as you say. It's not all given at once. Revelation is not all given at once. Thank you for being obedient and standing up and bringing us this word on Daniel 8, 14. For now, the most important thing is that people know Jesus. Amen. Talk to them. You know, eternity is a long time. And you need not to have an eternity separated from God in the lake of fire. Mm. You have this opportunity to accept Jesus Christ Thank as you, your Father. Savior right now, to ask him to come into your heart, you, to cleanse you from all sin and all unrighteousness. Pray with me this prayer Thank you, Father. of giving your heart and your life to Jesus Christ, that he may come into your heart and he may cleanse you and make you holy and make you acceptable to God for all eternity. Pray this prayer with you. Lord Jesus, I accept you as my personal Savior. Come into my heart. Cleanse me from all sin and all unrighteousness. Write my name in the book of life. From this day forth, I want you to lead me and guide me. I ask you, to give me the power to become the Son of God today. And I will save you. And I will thank you, Father God, for giving me the blood of your Son to cleanse me from all my sins. I give you all the praise and all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen.